0: This is Christ, Culture, and Coffee, a podcast designed to help equip Christians to be able to defend their faith and be confident in their faith.
1: Hello, thank you for joining us today on Christ, Culture, and Coffee. I'm your host, Tyler Hurley, here with Robbie Lashua, and we are back talking about worldviews again. Worldviews again. Here world we views. are. Third week on worldview. Yeah. We missed you last week, man. Welcome back from your trip. Yeah, just went on vacation. Uh, got some much-needed rest and had a great time, but Good. happy to be back. It's been, you know... Uh, it's interesting. It's been two weeks since yeah. I recorded. It feels like it was um, forever ago. You know. Yeah.
0: Well, I have that effect on people, Tyler. I know.
1: I missed you so much. Yeah, you though. missed <laughs> me so much.
0: No, I'm just kidding. Well, I'm but glad yeah. that you're back. The uh, Big question is: while you were out of town, did you get to watch the Suns games? I did actually. Okay, good. Yeah,
1: yeah I watched. I close. watched both of them. Good. Yeah. Amen to that. And then uh, I got home for game three.
0: When so. you, cause yeah, that's good. Well, I'm glad <laughs> I just, I wanted to make sure of that yep. that's important. So there we go. Anyway, well, before we get into talking about worldviews <laughs> today, uh, we're, the topic actually is going to be pantheistic monism. Uh, don't turn that off. I know some of you were about ready to say, okay, I'm done listening to this. this
1: one. No, it's nope. va- It's <laughs>
0: fascinating. And we, and we need to know about it, even though we might not encounter people with this worldview every day. Um, uh, but before we talk about pantheistic monism, uh, I want to give a coffee tip. So the coffee tip is this. Um, Every ingredient in coffee matters. Um, Man, I was actually watching all these videos this week on, and this isn't the tip, but dude, there are some people who get super into coffee science. And they were talking about the temperature of the beans before you grind them.
1: Oh my god! So
0: yeah, I mean, like real in depth. They were heating them up in a microwave. I, they were I putting really them in the freezer. How
1: much of an effect that it has? That they were crazy. claiming it
0: has a crazy amount of effect on how fast a shot of espresso gets pulled oh or doesn't pull. It was it was nut. <laughs> it was way deep. Wow. However, um, all those little things do add up to a good or bad cup of coffee. Sure. And so the tip for today is a little more attainable than the the temperature of your coffee beans before you grind them. Mm -hmm. Um, The tip for today is that your water temperature really matters when you're making coffee it okay. really matters you don't want it to be too hot you don't want it to be not hot enough because it will affect um, how much uh, gets extracted out of the coffee bean and not just how much gets extracted but how much of the right things get extracted
1: that's important you that's don't want what's it all to get it's
0: really yeah. interesting yeah because there's good chemicals in coffee beans and then there's other chemicals that can make it taste bitter so having the right temperature can actually help mm. with the extraction of everything you want and hardly any of what you don't
1: wow okay isn't that interesting yeah and so here yeah.
0: is the scientific here is the uh, factual best temperature to have your cup of coffee made at are you ready Mm-hmm. you want to heat the water to between 195 and 205 degrees Okay, so you got a 10 degree window there, and it will be different if you're on the upper end or the lower end. So you kind of got to see what your preference is between that. But the experts say that if you're making a French press or you're doing a pour over or even in your old coffee pot, the ideal temperature would be to have the water at least 195 and nothing above 205 degrees Fahrenheit. Hmm. So that's it. So when you're making okay. next time you're going to make a French press, Put a little thermometer in there, yeah. and see what temperature it's at. If it's this, too hot, let it cool. This makes a me wonder
1: what my personal, just my regular coffee pot does. Uh, I have like yeah. one of those, one of those just basic Ninja ones. Oh where yeah, it yeah, like yeah sure. Fills up a pot, but like I, I wonder what the temperature is that comes out because I've never measured that before. You should check it out.
0: Who knows, yeah. right? Maybe they're burning the coffee beans. Or yeah. maybe it's not hot <laughs> yeah, enough. Yeah, I got no idea. So making just, a weak cup of coffee or
1: something. Yeah. I've never thought that in depth into the temperature. Oh, so it's a that's thing. Very interesting. Yep. I like that. So wow. that's the
0: coffee tip for today, between 195 and 205 degrees Fahrenheit for the ideal cup of coffee.
1: All right. Well, I like it. Yeah. Cool. Well, now that we are done with the coffee tip, we are going to get to the content today. And again, we are talking about... Pantheistic worldview today, okay? Because yep. that's the whole focus of this. It's uh, this whole series has been to talk about different worldviews, and like Robbie said earlier, while you won't come to find a lot of people who believe in this, because this is something that is more um, in like Eastern religion, and in the U.S., you don't really get a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, are, there are people out there that believe in this, oh, yeah. in this system. Yep. Uh, and th- th- those worldviews of the pan—sorry, the uh, pantheistic worldview in itself falls under. Many different religions. Yeah, there's a whole yeah. bunch of just like
0: just like monotheism, you know, under that umbrella there would be Christianity, Islam, and Judaism. Exactly. Underneath the umbrella of pantheistic monism or pantheism sometimes, there are many different religions who adhere to this type of a worldview.
1: Yeah, you got Hinduism, yep. uh Buddhism. Yep. Taoism, New Age, Native American religions, and like there's tons there out are. there.
0: Oh yeah, there yeah, are. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so that the, the key is though that we need to understand exactly what that is, what pantheistic worldview is. Before we continue, because there is a difference uh, that we need. There's a distinction that we need to make before further progressing in this topic. Yeah, well, Tyler, get into, tell us, what does it mean? What do these pantheistic monism, what do the terms themselves mean? Yeah, so to kind of break it down for you guys, pan is what to focus on first. Pan and pantheism pantheism means all, Mm -hmm. okay? Uh, Pan means all, and then theos obviously means God, like theology, right? That's where we get that. Um, And so... On top of that, so you got to think of it when you put that together. Pantheism—that means God is all; yep. all is God, right? Yep. Now, the, this—the really important distinction that we need to make here is: it's not like like we as Christians, from our mindset, we like to think of whenever you hear of God, even from other religions as a personality type right mm-hmm. it's it, he is like the Christian God is a personal being it is his attributes yeah a, it, he has attributes, yeah, a, he has mind. attributes a mind yeah. he makes decisions right like things like that well the the difference here is not that saying that a, an interpersonal God is in all right that's not saying like, The Christian idea of God is in all. It's literally like the best way that I've described it to people before is it's similar like the force in Star Wars, right? Mm -hmm. It's something that is immaterial in a sense uh, that is not personal, but it's involved in everything. It's built up in everything. It lives in everything. And that is their idea of God,
0: Yep, and And that's where monism comes in, right? Exactly. And that's why we want to talk about that. (laughs) Yep. Because pantheism means God is in everything, all is God. The trees, the bricks, everything. And then monism is the idea that there's one reality of the universe.
1: Exactly, and that is one reality. Yeah, the one reality. Oneism. Yeah, oneism. And so that's kind of the idea that you get here. It's that... Um, like, like Buddhists, we've talked about this in Hindu, and we're going to break down into this more. It's all falls into this idea that we are all a part of the one Yep, that and is, everything's a part of the one. And everything is a part yeah. of the one. Yeah. And that one is their God. So there you go. Yes, but it's not. But it. it's not a
0: God in the sense of a personal. Exactly. That's what we have. Exactly, and that's what, we exactly. and that's what we're make trying the to distinguish, distinguish with, with you yeah. guys. So with that, there's a huge distinction, obviously, between pantheistic monism and Christianity, uh, because Christianity teaches that there is God and He is not part of His creation. Hmm. He's separate from His creation. There's God and there's creation. We have this two-ism idea. A dualism idea, right? And they have monism, mono oneism idea. And so it's very different from a Christian worldview. Mm -hmm. And so when we get into talking about the Christian uh, or the worldview questions, uh, you remember question number one is what is ultimate reality? Question number two is what is the nature of external reality, the universe? And question number three is what is a human being? So in pantheistic monism, those three questions are really tightly interwoven, Uh, they're very much Mm -hmm. connected. And so we want to break those down and help you to understand the view uh, going through these seven basic questions. Yes. So the first question, again, is what is ultimate reality? Um, The the monists would say everything is ultimate. Everything is eternal. Everything is divine. That is their belief. All is the one. All is the same. Um, in, In Hinduism, they will say all is Brahman. And Brahman is the essence or the soul of the universe. That's the idea. And mm-hmm. that Brahman that 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 weaves in through all of us, and it connects everything, and it's in everything. Yes, it's a Brahman that doesn't have attributes, kind of like the force, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but. Uh, you you get into this idea of everything being one and this thing flows through all of the universe and
1: that's mm-hmm. what is
0: ultimate reality
1: yeah exactly and that's that's how it <coughs> needs to be defined because like we said before every single person out there and religious idea has a worldview mm-hmm. that fits into these questions and so their idea of ultimate reality that's Brahman Brahman yeah and mm-hmm. that's
0: and that's and that's again the Hindu word for it but it's the same idea in most of the, in, in all pantheistic, monistic right, yeah. religions, um, the Native Americans might have a different idea of certain stuff with with that kind of a religion. That might be more folk religion stuff, correct? Um, but um, the idea that this spirit thing is in everything. And that's the ultimate reality
1: mm-hmm. is
0: a pantheistic monistic idea. Now let's talk about Tyler. Question number two, which is okay.
1: What's the nature of nature, or what's the nature of the external reality, yes, or exactly. external universe? Yeah. So this idea of external reality to them is whatever is not Brahman, which we just discussed, which is the the really real, the one, the force, the yes, the spirit the and soul everything. through everything. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever is not Brahman, which is weird because it's supposed to be everything, but um, it's Maya right mm-hmm. that is what they call it maya means illusion because it's saying that everything that is not a part of the one a part of brahman mm-hmm. it it doesn't exist okay. it's just it's just an illusion and i'm going to give examples of this they believe that these illusions are dreams fantasies mirages or optical illusions um it's all Maya that's what they see as maya so that's what they say the external universe is or yeah, or yeah. maybe a better way to put it is they would say that the
0: material universe Th- they would exactly is maya
1: yeah they yeah. would they would like they think that um where the reality that we live in right the society that we have and everything like a lot of it is just maya it's all an illusion it's all like
0: this table
1: these microphones yeah, yeah. your glasses your hat exactly our bodies yeah. Yeah. Essentially, it's that, yeah, we are all a part of the one, a Brahman, but we are given into these illusions, right? To Maya, and that's just all around us. Yeah. Like so I the, said. The really the real is, re-
0: world, yeah. The really real is Brahman, the soul that flows through everything. <coughs> yep. Um, but the physical, material universe the is nature, an illusion. The nature of external reality. The physical reality is an illusion. Is illusion. Okay. Yes. All right. Now you get into what is a human being? And this is go. an interesting question, right? <clears throat> so they would say, uh, and the, the, the Hindi way to say it would be, uh, Atman is Brahman. And I always think it sounds like Batman is Robin, um, but yeah. it's not. It's different. <laughs> not a lot. Um, because they would say Atman, to us, a human being, the individual, is a part of Brahman, right? And this idea comes from the Hindu scriptures. Um, but they wouldn't say your physical body Is a part of the the oneness of the one, but your spiritual self is a part of the oneness of the one. So each person is actually um, this this being, this this force, this God thing, this this Brahman. Yeah, it flows through all of us. Um, They say that one of the problems though is that many people do not realize that they are this. And they get too caught up in the illusion of the material.
1: Yeah. Uh, in, yeah.
0: In, in the Maya, right? <clears throat> and so um, that's where you'll see, like, especially with Hinduism, is where some, some material things are more important than others because they are more of a real thing, meaning they're more Brahman yeah, than yeah. they are Maya.
1: And that's where it starts to get confusing, right? Because y- yeah. when you think about it, it's like, okay, well, Like, how do you really tell? Well, they would say you can tell in the sense like
0: minerals and rocks are the least real things.
1: Right. Because yeah, there's no, there's no
0: immaterial thing animating them. Yeah. Um, and then vegetables have life, but they're not a, like a human, right? So they're the next important. And then animals are better than vegetables. And then finally you get to humanity. And so there's like a hierarchy of who's closer to or who has more of uh, the Brahmin and who has more or less of the Maya. Well, there the we illusion. Go. There's yeah. an
1: explanation. Yeah, so yeah, yeah.
0: So <clears throat> um, within humanity, though, there's even people who are closer to becoming the one with the one, mm-hmm. so the enlightened guru, right, is the closest human to becoming truly Brahman. Yeah. But in order to do that, you have to lose your individuality and 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 your understanding that all of this is illusion and all of that kind of stuff. But that's what they would say a human being is. We're made yeah. up of Maya and we're made up of Brahman. But our <laughs> real self is the spirit, is the Brahman.
1: Exactly, and that, that's kind of something else. That we want to kind of break down even further right is how do you how since we are all brahmin mm-hmm. right they believe that all roads pass whatever it is they all lead to the one right we all yeah. lead to brahmin we all become eventually that is our end is the idea is we're all going to lead to the one
0: yeah so so no one religion's right or wrong
1: correct they That's all what, lead to their perspective they that all is lead the way that is exactly what it, what the worldview is yep And so the goal is to not be with one another on the same path because we are all on the same path, right? Well, as
0: Christians, I'm not on the same path as a Muslim
1: you're correct but that's what they would say right
0: they believe that well they would say we're not all on the same (coughs) paths but that doesn't matter well yeah that's what they say because they often use like mount fuji as like an example and there's many paths to get to the top (laughs)
1: yeah and one's
0: a christian path and one's a muslim path (laughs) and one's a hindu path yeah we're all going to the same i'm sure a lot of people a lot
1: of you've heard this before yeah
0: then that's how they describe it so it doesn't matter what path you're on but what matters is that you're going in the right direction
1: yes that's what they believe and it's there's so many problems her problems with that that we won't touch on right now but mm-hmm. the, the the that's the main idea to explain it's and the, the interesting thing is it's not about the doctrine right of how to get there it's about yeah. the technique yeah it's because
0: a, you already are one with this thing you yeah because they're like look you don't need
1: any other knowledge that's why yeah. what robbie was saying right where it, to them it doesn't matter about the perspective like that analogy of uh, the mountaintop mm-hmm. Uh, they believe that everyone is headed on the same path. So it doesn't matter what doctrine you follow. Mm-hmm. That's in their worldview. Yep. What matters is the technique yep. on how to get there. And so uh, what's interesting is um, uh, there's... Uh, sorry, I'm going to butcher this name possibly. Uh, Sri Ram- Ramakrishna. Yeah, Sri Ramakrishna. There we there go. Perfect. Up. Said, do not argue about doctrines and religions. There is only one. All rivers flow to the ocean, flow and let others flow too. Mm-hmm. Sounds very nice. It it does. Yeah. It sounds peaceful, right? There yeah. you go. That thought. Okay, but the thing is, so this is what they do, though. The the practices of meditation <laughs> are encouraged at, uh, through their technique mm-hmm. as a way to achieve Brahman, right? To become Brahman, to realize you're a part of it, and that you're. Shutting out Maya, the mm-hmm. illusion, right? Oftentimes I've actually heard stories and seen like there's gurus who will take this very seriously, especially like in the East yeah. where um, they'll, they'll, there's a meditation practice where they dig themselves in a hole yes. and they just pile cow dung on themselves. Those
0: are supposed to be the most enlightened guys. You're right. And, because and they don't care about material. See, exactly. So what they're the doing idea. is they're
1: starving themselves and yeah. they're they're humiliating yeah. themselves by doing this to show to the public, I, I am worthless. I am nothing. This, mm-hmm. this is all immaterial. Which, it, 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 personal yeah. side note, I think it's fascinating because you see how Satan's kind of got a foothold on this type of worldview. It's like just further dehumanizing people yes. and giving them this idea that they are worthless, which well, is not it's yeah. not
0: reality it's not reality and and the other thing that's really interesting about the that aspect of yeah. it when it comes to a human being is um, they would view uh, personality and individuality as maya <laughs> right,
1: so like yeah. you
0: actually need to realize that you don't have these things. So if you have a certain personality or a certain temperament, all of that's illusion (laughs) and you've got to realize that and then realize that you're just one with the one. And so it strips you of the individuality and the, um, the, what do I want to say? The uniqueness that God's created you with.
1: Yeah. It it, it just strips you of that. Yeah. It's very very sad because that's what the technique is all about for them. It's to Mm -hmm. strip away your humanity. Yeah, Essentially. and, and, and that's to empty what it
0: is. your mind, you know, and they say things like that. Empty yeah. your mind, and um, uh, yeah. We're just never encouraged to do that kind of stuff in scripture. Um, exactly. So even the yeah. whole idea of look within, look to the truth within, because they well, think Brahman flows through us. Yeah. But but the Christian worldview is, no, I'm deceitfully wicked above all things. I'm still made in the image of God, of and I still retain that, but I've got big problems within. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. it's a very different view of who human beings are.
1: Yeah. And, and then it, it's just it's degrading and it's sad but that is that's the reality that's their reality that's mm-hmm. what they believe in their worldview is that they need to strip themselves of maya which is their personhood their humanity yep.
0: their uniqueness their individuality yep. all of and it. Yeah.
1: that is a part of the process
0: yep so that's what a human being is and some techniques on how to realize your oneness with the one um but we're going to skip question four. Uh, many of you remember question four is what happens to a person right. at death. Uh, but we need to skip that because we have to talk about right and wrong first. And we kind of that touched on it a little bit, but yeah. Yeah. So we're going to skip question four, what happens to a person at death. And we're going to talk about question five and six. So question five uh, in the worldview questions. And again, this is all from James Sire's book, The Universe Next Door, which I can't recommend highly enough. Um, so question five is, how do we know? It's the epistemology question. How do I know that I know? How can I trust my thoughts? And basically, the, the pantheistic, monistic belief is that when you realize your oneness with the cosmos, your oneness with Brahman, when you do that, it's, it is to pass beyond knowledge. So that, that's what you're supposed yeah. to do. So knowing knowledge, this is, this is actually an aspect of the maya. You need to pass beyond that. So the principles of logic, you know, like a non-contradiction, they don't apply here. That's what they would say. They don't apply here where ultimate reality is concerned because you just need to realize that knowledge is something to be passed beyond. And so when you talk with people who, who hold to this worldview, it's very difficult to pin them down logically because they don't value logic. And you'll hear people refer to it like this. They'll say, well, well, you just have a very Western mindset. And that means you think logically. Um, however uh, that's a cop-out because all human beings are supposed to think logically that's not you just are, a exactly. cultural thing we're all supposed to do it and because the many people it, with this Eastern pantheistic mindset don't think logically it doesn't mean that logic's not true it yeah. just means they're not
1: using it but they but they say well that's something you have to grow beyond it's just a philosophical issue that they big have. time it, it really is and it, it's very flawed and it's something that uh, often needs to to get exposed by asking the right questions and stuff because honestly, they're doing the same thing.
0: Oh, yeah, they really it's hard are. to live that out. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about some of that in there, but, Absolutely, but with yeah. knowledge, they would say, Listen. The whole knowledge thing, you got to get beyond that. And that's why, that's another aspect of why doctrine doesn't matter, because it's not about what you know, it's not about what you believe, it's about your practices Mm -hmm. to realization of oneness.
1: Yes, that's right. So, all right, question number six. Yes, so getting into this, it's kind of touching a bit too on uh, what we discussed with question five, but uh, the question is, what is right and wrong, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, The thing is, is... Morality, right? Yeah, morality, yeah. 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 It, it, exactly, uh, the thing is, in their idea for what it, what right and wrong is, it's to realize one's oneness with the universe is to pass beyond all good and evil, right? Another, yeah. it's more essentially, it's it's just Maya still, yeah, because that's really what it is. They don't believe that it is consistent with reality it's not a part of Brahman. like there's not really good or evil. there's not it just no. is that yep. to them that's what it is and so that's the idea it's to pass beyond that the yep. beyond your limited illusion mindset with the maya of thinking in terms of morality and mm-hmm. it, because it's just not there that's the thing so uh that's kind of the idea it's that um, the cosmos is perfect at every moment. It's yeah. Well, and
0: that's where you'll have like you know the mm-hmm. yin and the
1: yang, right? Yeah. It's the balance. Yeah. You hear people talk about the balance of everything. They think that it's just it <clears throat> is. And what's mm-hmm. interesting, I love how you mentioned the balance of all that. That right. would for there to be a balance of something, uh, that would have to imply that it's real. Meaning that there could be more yes. on one side or the other. So I'm just saying, there's yes. so many inconsistencies. In this philosophy and worldview, but, but that's because you're applying Western mindset oh, to it, right? Tyler. Right? You got to think in the Eastern mindset. I cleanse myself of yeah. this Maya. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll find some cow dung outside after this. Sure, but <laughs> there we go. Uh, but even though that they agreed this is true, uh, that the uh, that morality essentially is Maya, right? Um, they, people can't live without having a sense of right and wrong because mm-hmm. they were actually created by God with morality. Like they live in the real world.
0: Yeah, even though they believe this, they still ha- they still live in well, the actual in world the where there's right and thing wrong. Thing
1: is, within like the example uh, of Buddhism and stuff, uh, like or even in Hinduism, that's there too. Mm-hmm. But um, in in their idea, uh, the, I've heard this discussed before too. They they don't even correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but even the most enlightened are told it is essentially immoral to tell other people how to become enlightened because they need to discover that for themselves. Am I correct? Somewhat, yeah. I mean, it depends on which religion. But specifically. Of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's some ideas that are out there of this. So it's it's just coming to. Well, a point they have
0: a very strong view of what's right and wrong. Well, of course they do. But they shouldn't because they don't believe that there it, actually is right or wrong. Exactly. Right? But it's not consistent. It's not consistent. But because they do live in God's real world where there is right or wrong, they had to come up with this system uh, that's called karma.
1: Yes. And, and you've get all into heard karma. Yeah, yeah, we've
0: all heard of karma before, right? Um, so, again, we're going to talk about the whole, is it is this logical, is this factual, is it livable? Right, yeah. A little bit later. But this is an important aspect to understand with the pantheistic belief. Um, karma is the idea that a person's present, not even a person, an animal, a plant, anything, your present life's circumstance is a result of how you lived in a previous life. Yeah. So you can be climbing the the chain of getting closer to becoming one with the one, or you could be going backwards, depending on your choices in this life and in your next life and in previous lives. So, because your soul is eternal, the Brahman, right, the eternal force that runs through the yep. <laughs> r- really real, um, there's this thing called reincarnation. And uh, many of you have heard of that, I'm sure. And the idea is that um, when a person dies, their soul, just the maya dies, right? The body dies, but the soul doesn't, and then it comes back into another uh, body and is born, uh, and they have another life, reincarnation. Um, so the amount of good and evil that you do in, in this life will be rewarded or punished in the next life. So you could be a terrible human being and come back as an animal, because mm-hmm. you are have bad karma to work off and you need to be a cow for a while. You could be <laughs> yep. really bad at being a cow and have bad karma and come back as a rock. I don't know how you act as a rock and how you would how how you would go forward or backward actually with that. But that's yeah, the right. idea, right? And so um this idea of, of karmic debt, it's called samasara is the, um, the, the cycle of this, death, reincarnation, karmic debt, working it off, trying to get better every cycle, is, is the belief that they have about this. Yeah, and so um, a lot of of kind of illogical there, where there's no good and evil, but the good and evil you do will better you that's, off that's in exactly the illusion it. in the next life or not.
1: Yeah, and that fits into exactly what I was talking about. There's there's not a consistent flow of thought in this worldview. It's it's just not true. Yeah, it's not it's not logical. And the
0: the sad thing about this is like you just have to work really hard. Yeah, it's, all, yeah. It, it's literally all on you to better yourself.
1: Yeah, it, it is sad. And the, like on top of that, it's extremely sad because in their idea, there's no God to cancel sin or forgive it. It's just you oh, have no. to work it off your, yourself.
0: There's no forgiveness of karma.
1: Yeah, exactly. And this is weird because it's the individual, which really doesn't exist on this worldview, is left to work out your own salvation.
0: Yeah, it's, so it's like, so yeah, your individuality, which isn't real, yeah. is part of the Brahman. So it's really the universe working out your individual universes, Yeah,
1: and it it just doesn't make sense. It it simply does not make sense in their own perspective, not even from just what lines up with reality. Yeah, karma
0: doesn't fit in their worldview. No, it doesn't. But they have to have it because they don't live, this worldview is not true. Correct. And so they have to have a, well, you should do better, you shouldn't do better because they know that.
1: Well, because they know that and because your actions have an effect on your future, like they do because like we said, this is God's reality. Mm -hmm. There is right and wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a very appealing world view to people who are coming out of uh, different types of backgrounds and like atheism or determinism.
0: Yeah. Uh, or oh, yeah, nihilism. It is attractive.
1: It's uh, yeah. It's often like a lot of times. Like I've I've heard stories of atheists who will come uh, and they'll become Buddhists because yeah. it, it fits into that worldview and they're longing too. Uh, oftentimes, people. Are also, we're all embedded with this internal desire to worship something or something, mm-hmm. at least to be a part of something that's far beyond ourselves spiritually. Yeah. So, uh, w- this gives them an excuse. It's an atheistic way of doing that, often
0: Yeah, well, because like you have Buddhism. I mean, it's very yeah. atheistic. I mean, Hinduism, they have, they have all these deities they worship. <laughs> yeah. But again, that doesn't really fit with the worldview either. Um, yeah, right. But Buddhism doesn't, right? And Buddhism is just about becoming one with nirvana, which is beyond nothing. It's not empty space. It's nothing. Right. Um, and so Buddhism's very atheistic.
1: It is. And, and so that's why it's appealing to them.
0: They get yeah. attracted to it because there isn't a personal God you're accountable to. But also, they're attracted to it because they've been believing they are trapped in a deterministic system, and karma gives them a way out of that. Karma gives them a, no, everything hasn't been determined for you, you actually can make a difference for your next life. Yeah. And so, I think that's the real world we live in, where our choices actually do matter, though. Um, But the the atheist doesn't believe that. But then, when you can have a non-personal God and some spirituality, and you can actually make a difference. Yeah then it's appealing so yeah. yeah there are a lot of people like you were saying steve jobs right yeah he was yeah. an atheist for a long time mm-hmm. and then he became a buddhist
1: it's it, he's exactly he's one of them he's got a famous story of that like being a buddhist like at the end of his life he refused uh some care for cancer treatment as like a part of he was saying it was a way to abstract himself from the mind like you know like yeah. remove himself from that and it just happens like like people who are atheists, uh, get appealed to it and it happens well and so. let's
0: go back to that so Steve Jobs is basically saying that cancer is an
1: illusion essentially and I don't know his full story and either, my body um, is an detail, illusion yeah. right I mean
0: but that fits the worldview. It this does, is yeah. all illusory the Maya isn't real and I gotta become one with the one yeah yeah so.
1: that's what he would have believed yeah. <clears throat> yeah yeah exactly re- this is
0: really sad too because with this world view you can't actually <laughs> selflessly love others hmm because every time you were doing a kind act, it's it's getting applied to your account working off bad karma. Yeah. so you can't actually be selfless towards loving others. And the other thing yeah. is is that um, is that uh, loving them or helping other people actually hurts them if this worldview is true. Mm-hmm. So if if karma and reinc- reincarnation are true, why would I, Help out a homeless person. They are homeless because they're working off a bad life from their previous life. Yeah so why would i hurt them for their next life by helping them now if i help them they're not working off their karmic debt
1: oh that sounds like bad karma if you ask me yeah so now it's all flipped isn't that weird so well really the way the- we use bad karma in america isn't really of course, what it means of course, but yeah uh, but the thing is is uh, the point you bring up is that the system is designed but like by definition if you really break it down it's entirely selfish based it, it is. all is. And it, yeah. it, and you can say or lie to yourself and say, I'm doing this out of benefit of others. But ultimately in the worldview, you're not because no. you're hurting other people. Yeah. So really what it is, you're going around stealing moral tokens, stealing yeah. karma from other people to build up your own bank. Yeah. That's all that's happening. And
0: what's really funny is that other people are just part of the Brahmin. So you're just really doing it to yourself anyway. Huh. I mean, in a sense, uh, right? The what? It's, yeah. It, 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 what is it? It is. It gets pretty weird, but it is a sad view. And that, that's why the caste system in India works. That's why, that's why it's set up, right? Where you're Mm -hmm. born into this caste, you know, the warrior caste. And so you marry people from that caste, you do business with those people, you get these kind of jobs. But if you're in a lower caste, I'm not going to come down and help you. And that's why there's the untouchables in India because they're the worst of the worst, the lowest of the low, but to help them would be to hurt them in the next life. They're punished and, and
1: they're there because they did something heinous in their previous life. It's fascinating to me, too, how much poverty is going on with. Uh, over well, there. Well, because,
0: because to help them would be to hurt them. Yeah. Do you see? And so you have a Mother Teresa who says, I'm going to go to Calcutta. I'm going to go into this system and I'm going to work with these untouchables. Yeah. And the majority of the world looks at that and says, that's a virtuous thing to do. But, according to the pantheistic monistic <laughs> worldview, that isn't virtuous. that's actually hurting them. Yeah, isn't that crazy? It is. And so it's so, it's so backwards. So yeah. yeah. and so satan has 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 gotten people to believe that helping others is actually hurting others. Mm-hmm. that's the that's the big idea here. So
1: it, exactly. when
0: you do something like that, its it's it's bad. <laughs> so so this idea of of karma and karmic debt, if you really, Play it out and believe it. Um, you won't be charitable, yeah, right? and you won't help other people. And, and that that kind of just even works against the livable aspect because being generous is something we want to do a lot of times. It, it is. And being, it's and, a human and helping nature. Helping other people out. Well, even the idea of think about like being a hero, right? Yeah. Heroic, saving that person from a fire, helping this person out of a bad situation. All of that stuff, um, on their worldview, is worthless. Isn't that crazy? Um, It's it's just absolutely crazy. It it is. And so it's a very different belief system. (laughs) All right. So now we've worked through questions one, two, three, five, and six. Now let's talk about question number four. What happens to a person at death? Yes.
1: We said we would go back to this and so we're getting to it now. Uh, Death is the end of the individual,
0: right? But that's okay
1: because what is the individual? Right. The individual is just a part of Brahman. No. Maya. Maya. Yeah, you're correct. Sorry, the soul is the soul, that's what I had the meant. The
0: individuality
1: is brown. You were correct, is, yeah, but yeah. So is, it is, is just Maya. So it's it doesn't. Illusion. It doesn't matter. It is just illusion. Yep, that is the point to it. So, so, that's, so that's what happens when you die. Ex- you lose your personal existence. You lose, yeah, an illusion. An illusion. Yeah, that's what it is. It, it, but it changes nothing because, like you said, you, it, your nature. That's what, what it is. That is what matters. Eternal. It's yeah. Eternal. It's, yep. Yeah, part of the Brahman. Yeah. So to them, death is not a big deal, right? We just said earlier, we talked about Atman is Brahman, right? Yeah. My individual, my soul is part of the, is part the of the soul one of the universe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the essence of every person is eternal. Mm-hmm. Uh, this really is seen in how people in India live, right? You see that a lot. They, they do not try to better themselves uh, revolt against the caste system or yeah. the British regime. Yeah. Uh, the cheapness of life is a stark reality in the East. It's like we just spent time talking about that. Yeah. They they just they don't try to do anything to get out. They're just like, okay, well, look, I need to strip myself of this mm-hmm. because it's my, Like you said, it's something that. They just—they need to get rid of in yeah. their idea. So,
0: well, and if you believe you're going to come back in yeah, another yeah. life, then then life is
1: somewhat cheap. Yeah, you just think, okay, well, yeah, I mean, it's not going to be fun to die, but if I die and i like, live, but, live, but I've live done live it a stuff. million times before. Yeah, I'll come back and I continue and I'll, to do yeah. it. Yeah, I could come back and live a way better life. I could be born into a higher caste. Yep. So, and that's the thing. Yep. Death so, <laughs> is death. But that's a sad
0: part of how cheap death is over there, especially with the poverty well, is. and yeah. um, the lack of care. So you've got the the karmic debt system, and then to help other people out of a bad situation is bad for you. And life just becomes cheap, even in their personal view of who they are. My life doesn't really matter they don't because value I'm going to continue to go on. Yeah. yeah. If you have 10,000 lives, you're not very careful with the one life you have. Well, and think about it. Why would you be? If this is what well, it's like a video game. I can just always... I can get more lives on respawn, Mario. Yeah. I can yeah. and so it's... That's the idea. That's really what they think's going on. And so death becomes not a big deal. Life becomes cheap. Uh, care of people goes down. Of course. Uh, but because they, they think they get a redo. They get a retry yeah. in the future, so... That's what happens to a person at death. Um, Now, question number seven, uh, what's the purpose of human history? They would say the purpose of everybody is to realize their oneness with the one and to pass beyond time because time is Maya. Yeah. Time is an illusion. It's an illusion. It it doesn't exist. History itself is an illusion. And so we're just caught in this. It's not linear. It's not we started at point A and we're moving to point B. It's cyclical. It just keeps yeah. going and going and going, and your goal is to get out of the cycle and become oneness with the One. That's that's the goal of life. So, how you do this? You know, the Buddhists say you eliminate desire, um, you'll achieve enlightenment and salvation. You'll get to go to Nirvana, which is beyond nothing, yeah. um, and you'll lose all individuality and personhood and become one with the oneness of the universe. Yeah, that's the goal, um, but Uh, it's to pass beyond time. It's to pass beyond knowledge. It's to realize right and wrong aren't real and everything's balanced and to be absorbed into a non-personal force.
1: Yeah. Soul. That's all that it It is. is. Uh, That's what it comes down to. And It's it's
0: really sad. It sounds more like, in my mind, I'd rather just keep doing the karma thing over and over again then yeah. enter into nothing.
1: Well, yeah, because what is that exactly? Like, what? Because they don't even like fully know that. They, they would say that like, sure. they don't fully comprehend or understand in their worldview what that is. But it's like uh, that becoming nothing, like basically just my person, like who I am ceasing to exist. I know they're saying like, yeah, that's just Maya. It's an mm-hmm. illusion. But people know in their hearts, hey, no, like, I exist. Like, (laughs) like I'm here and I don't want to be annihilated for eternity. Like that's, or at least not annihilated, but at least I don't want to just be like a void essentially. And and who does? No one does. It doesn't sound appealing to me. No, it doesn't. It doesn't sound appealing at all. The other thing
0: I've always wondered, okay, is, um, with the, the karma system is who, who number one, if there's no right or wrong, who determined what things are better or worse to do? for better or worse karma. See, that doesn't make sense.
1: It doesn't make sense at and all. And then no.
0: who's the person keeping track and sending me into the right
1: situation in, in each reincarnation? They think I think they just think it's just nature is what they would say. It's yeah, just Yeah, well there's no personal it's god. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so what is causing that? They just assume it's that- happening. That it just happens, yeah. yeah. But those types of
0: things don't happen without somebody setting it up like that. Anyway, well,
1: it's because really what they're doing, they're not thinking logically about this. It, it, like uh, you'll often find, uh, and that, that kind of falls into what we were talking about earlier, right? Mm-hmm. That whole idea of oh, you're just a Western uh, yeah. philosophical, like philosophical thinker, logical thinker, Western thinking, whatever. The thing is, is there like the the truth in that is there is this culture. Uh, that's out there and uh, all over the world of people who just think that, Oh, I need to just not think essentially I need to Mm -hmm. remove that and just feel be emotional. And, and when we let our emotions direct our livelihood, Mm -hmm. that's so dangerous. And that's, uh, but that's the thing, but that's what's happening with, uh, with this whole worldview of, um, of Buddhism. Well, and you have, yeah, yeah, well,
0: and you have like, the, the, the interesting part, so Buddhism, I think, is a little more logical because they don't have, like, deities. Sure. Um, there's nothingness. Well, You're going yeah. to nothingness. But, but with Hinduism, they have all these l- thousands and thousands of gods. You know yeah. Shiva and Krishna, and they have all of these all these texts. supernatural beings. And it's like, how do those supernatural beings fit into this? Are they a part of the Brahmin? and yeah, they, need they to would realize have to be they're... a part of the
1: system. The so, cats, they're, yeah, so, they're an it's... illusion
0: as well. I mean, that's it's, what I mean. It's a mess. Yeah, it is kind of a mess. And again, with Hinduism specifically, you know, there is people often talk about it's not Hinduism; it's Hinduisms. There's so many mm, different yeah. ideas of it because it's not like there is a um standardized doctrine of it well there's it's not all these people say, in a yeah. similar area practicing
1: it yeah they'll save and like there's no actual sacred texts in hinduism but they mm. have like well they have yeah yeah I mean, like, but they like, don't
0: all adhere to it it's more because
1: it doesn't matter exactly. about doctrine right it matters about practice exactly yeah exactly and so now that we've talked about this idea though this worldview um, we want to talk about the idea of it being logical. Is it factual and is it livable? Which we, we already talked about all those things. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. A little bit, but I just really want to break that down with well, you Because you have to always, that's the whole idea of a worldview. What do they answer these seven
0: questions? Now let's evaluate it. How do we evaluate it? We look at, is it logical? Is it factual? Is it livable? Yes, and that's we've been talking we've about do. that. That's what you yep. do
1: with the seven worldview questions after you've answered them. So first off, is it logical? That's what we're going to focus on. So karma is an illogical aspect of this worldview. That's what we, we already touched on this a bit, but the, the key here is, is if there is not right or wrong, why is there good and bad karma that needs to be accounted for? Cause they say there's, it
0: doesn't. And we already,
1: yeah, we I touched mean, on it. It's literally like illusion on top
0: of illusion on top of illusion. It is.
1: Yeah. yeah. And it's like, cause that would essentially mean that karma is an illusion. Well shouldn't so I need to realize that that's an illusion to get out of it? I mean, so that, yeah. that's that's where it gets very odd, yeah. So it's like how does this make sense? So uh, it's not logical in that aspect. And then uh, this area of good and bad karma, it really is the weakest part of the pantheistic uh sorry, pantheistic monistic worldview because yep. Brahman is beyond good and bad, like we said. There really is no such thing as good and evil. Uh, according to ultimate reality so why buy into it that's the idea that is why like so you want our hot take is that this is not a logical worldview yeah
0: and and when we say logical we mean does it work actually as a system just with itself yeah we're not talking about does it apply in the real world can i actually do it we're just saying when you put it on paper does it contradict itself
1: exactly and And that's what we find out with logical that's why it's
0: illogical because it's it's literally contradicting itself right the karma thing does not fit in with the idea that good and bad don't work now robbie tell us is it factual no um (laughs) it's not factual um and there's a few reasons for this um the the pantheist can't account for the origins of the universe all right can't account for the origin of the universe so think about this the fact that the universe isn't infinitely old, we know it had a beginning, right? The singularity, mm. Big Bang cosmology, all that kind of stuff. Since we know that the universe had a beginning, that that causes huge problems for the pantheist. And here's why. Since there wasn't a beginning, you would have to postulate that Brahmin had a beginning. Because yeah. the universe had a beginning, and if, everything, if that's everything, and there's nothing outside of that... Then uh, Brahman had a beginning, and that's just odd uh, for a couple of reasons, because mm-hmm. um, then you'd have to believe that God or the universe uh, brought itself into existence. yeah and, and a thing can't bring itself into existence. I can't bring myself into existence, and neither can you, and neither can this table, yeah. and neither can this mug. Right, Right, You have to be acted on by something that previously exists. And so the fact that the universe had a beginning um, makes pantheism not factual with the real universe, with the real Mm -hmm. world. Because they're claiming that all is one. And in order to believe that, you'd have to believe that the one created itself, which nothing can actually do. What you have to have is you have to have somebody outside of the universe who is eternal. And so someone might say, well, we could just postulate that the universe is eternal. Well, you could say that, but science has proven that it's not. That's the problem. Yeah. You see? That's the issue. That the universe isn't eternal, and we know that. Therefore, pantheistic monism can't be true because you'd have to believe Brahman created itself. You, you would have to yeah that's the only solution with this and so, the Christian worldview says because people will say well who created yeah. your God and our claim is no one created him he's, he's, he's eternal.
1: eternal well the thing is and that's the that's actually the best answer from from a realistic and logical uh standpoint that mm-hmm. I've ever heard about the like about ultimate reality because there has to be something eternal
0: there has to be there has and it either has to be the, the material universe or or something outside yeah, of, of the universe. Yeah, you can
1: tell me hey there's no god, but whatever the substitute is for god also has to be eternal. Something has to be eternal yeah. that caused it to create Well, and like
0: it, the atheist has to postulate a multiverse or there was the, the universe yeah. shrunk down into nothing and became something because there and has there, to be something previous. And there's no to evidence
1: it. for that either. No. So that's that's the biggest issue there. So until like you can prove that, yeah. That's the problem. And, and so that's the thing. You have to realize uh, um it is this logical. That is it
0: factual, factual is it livable? and now
1: we're going to talk about is it livable yep. exactly
0: so so okay it does it does it fit within itself as a system we would say no because of karma is it factual well one of the reasons it's not is because the universe had a beginning so it doesn't match right. with what we know about reality
1: now tyler tell us about livability is this is this something you can actually live out no it's not something that you can actually live out because uh <coughs> believing that all is maya all is an illusion it's not livable why? It's not. Well, well, every day, the pantheistic uh, monists will deny this belief. You'll see it throughout the whole thing. Uh, how, the, how do they
0: deny it? Like, what well, do you mean? How
1: would you deny it? The biggest this thing, thing that I see in this is the caste system, right? It's it's extremely unloving. Mm-hmm. And it's extremely... Uh, like, uh, it's not livable in, it, in itself. Well, well, in their idea, it's livable. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is you can't go out in reality and... Like, picture this, okay? okay. Like... You can't go out and live out the physical material world as though it's an illusion. And okay. everybody knows this, right? You yeah. can't go... We've made jokes about this before, and these are some extreme examples. But like, you can't go to a bank teller and tell them that you want to withdraw a million dollars from your account if you don't actually have a million dollars. They won't do they it. They won't let do it because yeah. it's, that's not reality. Mm. You can't go out into the middle of traffic moving traffic, like, uh, and just expect to not get hit. Yeah. Right? It's things like that. Like, you just... There is a reality that we are all living in that they can't... People who believe in this worldview, they can't live it out. It's not real. So every time... Uh, a hindu <coughs> checks both ways before crossing the street they're they, betraying their world exactly worldview. yeah every time that they check both ways before crossing the street they're yeah. doing that every time that they eat food every time they drink water mm. the reason is is because they know well uh, in ter- they can't survive without food and water you have to eat. you have, you have to have, to have drink, it yeah you have to have it that's the thing <laughs> and so to to do this is impossible Yeah. Realistically. You can say you believe it, but you betray that you believe it by your
0: actions. You do. Like every minute of the day, they drive in cars. Yeah. Right. You have to breathe, right? Yeah. You have to breathe. I mean, all of those things. And, and I mean, the, the, the other side of it is you have to exercise, right? So like even the idea of losing weight, they know what you have to do. And building muscle. They know, everyone knows what you have to do. And so it's like, you're doing all of this with illusion. And so, even with like Steve Jobs, you know, having cancer and then not taking treatment for it, that what happened to him, Tyler? He died died. from cancer.
1: And that's because he can't just say, look, you know what? This is an illusion. I can just choose to not die of the cancer. That it doesn't work like that. No. It's because the cancer's real. Yep. That he that he had and it killed him. And and that's that's a huge point. So <laughs> yeah.
0: This livable point with worldviews is a big deal because anybody can claim to believe whatever they want. Anybody can say, I think this, I think this. Yeah. And many people can convince themselves to believe things that aren't true. Yeah, of course. We all can do that, right? I, I mean, believe I, things I that aren't yeah. true. Yeah, sure. So we all can believe in lies. The problem is, reality is real, mm-hmm. and no matter what you believe about it, it's going to rear its ugly head and intrude upon your life.
1: Well, so, it's, it's so, because it just is. You want to know what yes. really is, is reality. like? And cancer yeah. is
0: real. It doesn't matter how you feel or what you think about it, it's real, and mm-hmm. it intrudes your life, and death intrudes your life, and all of these things. It's so interesting to think about that, so that's why... The livable question is a big deal. You have to answer, is this livable Yeah. because we live in a real world,
1: not an illusory world. Well, that's what I'm saying is that if it is an illusion, Mm -hmm. why couldn't Steve Jobs just say, you know what? I don't want to die of cancer. I just want to keep living my life uh, creating these new technologically advanced devices. And I want to keep being a millionaire and I want to live... A long life on the earth yeah. before I go back yeah. into the cycle or whatever. Yeah. Uh, why? Why didn't he? Why didn't he do that? Well,
0: think about this. Even desiring <laughs> to not have cancer doesn't fit in this worldview. It doesn't because there isn't good or bad. Cancer is not good or bad.
1: It just is. Yeah, yeah. And and, and so that's, that's what.
0: So, so even the yeah. I'm depressed about this. I'm <laughs> sad that this thing happened to me. You don't have a place for those types of categories because that's just illusion. Yeah. So it really does um, dehumanize human beings. It really does take us into a a totally different reality, Mm. Um, one that we're denying what we're living out every day. It's not factual. It's not logical. I don't think it's good. And many, many thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people believe this worldview. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Hinduism is actually the third largest religion worldwide. Yeah. And then you add in Buddhism and Taoism and all these other ones. And this is a, this is a predominant worldview (laughs) in our world. And so we need to know how to talk to people about it and we need to know what to share. And a couple of things that are important when you're talking with somebody who adheres to this, uh, forgiveness is something that they have no category four or concept of. yeah, And that's one thing I talk about a lot is the forgiveness of God because I can't be good enough to work off all of my karmic debt. Mm-hmm. In a thousand <clears throat> lifetimes, I couldn't work it off because I keep accruing more bad than I do good. And so I needed Jesus to forgive me of my sin, of my bad, right? Yeah. And so the forgiveness and the grace aspect of it I think would be very appealing to them because uh, in, in Westernized New Age you know, reincarnation, we think it's a cool thing. To them, it's not a cool thing. To them, yeah. it means you haven't made it yet. Um, then this idea that God came, a personal God came, and he did what none of us could on the cross, and he paid the penalty for our sins, mm. and he gives us the free gift— of salvation, the free gift of eternal life, if we trust him, not work for him, that is right. a, that is is mind-blowing to the people that adhere to pantheistic monism. And so I think forgiveness is something that is just very appealing, and it, it's interesting because yeah. it kind of rings true in all of our hearts, too. To be a real pantheistic monist, to really adhere to this, you'd have to think forgiveness is laughable.
1: Yeah, you would, you would have to, Not just that it yeah. didn't
0: happen, but that it's just such a bad joke. Like, that's mm. that's heinous, right? Uh, it's it's fascinating. So uh, I'd encourage you to 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 speak up about forgiveness when you meet people in this situation, <laughs> and tell course, them about the yeah. forgiveness
1: and the grace that we can find in Jesus. Well, and that, that's the thing, right? Like like we said before, it's often hard to appeal to people who believe in this because it is an emotionally based mm-hmm. uh, philosophical worldview, uh, and so th- the key to getting with them is to help them to understand these concepts. Right? Mm-hmm. It's not always because uh, it's. It can be pretty difficult to convince them uh, 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 through some of these arguments uh, directly. And oftentimes you need to help them to just understand the concepts of not being able to work off your karmic debt, right? Mm -hmm. Or not being, like needing forgiveness, right? Or or there being an actual uh, sense of morality, right? Or
0: that they're special as the individual that they are. Exactly, and that
1: they have value. And they're not just some like little speck of the one that's out there living out an illusion. Uh, So if you know anyone uh, who believes in this worldview, uh, just be praying for them. Pray that the Lord would soften their heart and reveal to them who he is and his nature and reveal their nature and the value that they have to him as a human being. Mm -hmm. So uh, thank you guys so much for joining us today on Christ Culture and Coffee. Again, hope this episode was beneficial to you all. I hope that you guys have learned something more about the uh, idea of a pantheistic Uh, worldviews here and that you have come to a better understanding of how to approach it with the seven worldview questions that we've shared and that uh, please if you have any questions don't be afraid to reach out to us on our social media accounts because we would love to help you out further Um, but then again again, just thank you so much for joining us today on Christ Culture and Coffee and we will be back next week continuing on in this series on worldviews. If you enjoyed the show and felt that this podcast was beneficial to you, please be sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you become a Level 4 supporter on our Patreon page, you can get yourself one of our Stoneware, Christ Culture, and Coffee mugs, as well as a t-shirt and a sticker. We are available on all podcasting platforms, as well as YouTube, and we are also available on all social media platforms. Thanks so much for listening to
0: Christ Culture and
1: Coffee.